Hello everybody and thank you for coming back to yet another episode of The Gloving Paradigm. I am your host Peter aka LPD8 Dubuque and this week should be a fun week for us because I asked a very interesting question on the internet through all the various gloving groups of a very interesting <laughs> interesting thing that I just kind of had popped in my head while I was at work. And the question I pretty much asked is what is the hardest truths in gloving and what are the biggest myths in gloving? And holy crap, did a lot of you really like to comment on these things. It was uh, very interesting to see <laughs> you guys post this stuff, I will certainly say. But to get right into it, I want to start with like the hardest truths and what the three main things I saw people really popping up and pretty much saying repeatedly uh, and kind of having this little echo chamber happen. A whole lot so one thing i definitely want to say when it comes to the community responses a lot of it was pretty memey and i'm totally fine with that it was actually quite hilarious to read what a lot of people were saying uh but there's a lot of things that a lot of people were pointing out that i definitely want to touch on just because uh it, <laughs> it's one of those things that really causes this level of discourse between members of the community and I don't understand why this causes so much discourse and why people are so adamant on their on their stance on the whole subject matter but it is what it is and I just find it very interesting how people go about it so the first one I definitely want to talk about is the skill level differentiation that happens between every member of the community you know it not necessarily just sitting there saying that you know people who be doing it so much longer just so much naturally better you know, I, <laughs> I can certainly tell you as somebody who's been doing this for 10 years, I am not on the level of what people would say like professional or just really great or anything. I'm, I'm good. I do really well with what I can do in gloving, but I know I am not anywhere near to be like one of the great people ever. Like I, <laughs> I always say that I am a casual glover and there's a reason why I say I'm a casual glover because main reason is I, you know, I don't go to all these festivals and I don't go all to all these comps as much as I would like to. I just don't have the time as I would like to, to actually go to attendos. Can I make time? Sure. But, you know, adulting is a thing and it's something I do have to kind of follow through on. Yeah. <laughs> so one major thing a lot of people would keep telling you is that you either A, you're not as good as you think you are or B, there's always somebody better than you and that's always going to be a thing that is a hard truth that there is going to be somebody better than you you know a, a great example that i would like to use is from the movie take the lead which is an antonio banderas movie if you haven't seen it it's about dance classes in new york it's actually a wonderful movie if you actually want to check it out but he there's a certain particular scene that they are having that they're talking about this competition you know a ballroom competition and he talks about how there's these dancers who've been doing this for years upon years upon years you know just like gloving there are people who've been doing this years upon years upon years i am an example of somebody who's been doing it for double digits in terms of years i've been doing it for a decade you know so you know it's something that you kind of have to accept that yes there are people who've been doing it for way longer than you have and have put in the time and effort to get to where they are Here's the little caveat to it though. You can get to that level as well. If you put in the same amount of time and effort as they have, if you feel like you're putting in more time than they are and you're still not getting there, maybe take a break. You know, 
There, there is a certain point that it's like muscle failure that you kind of just need to take a break so everything can recuperate. All right, so, and I know a lot of people probably say, oh, that's, you know, their plateaus or their Glover's block. No, those are just points where you have hit the highest peak at that time, not forever, but at that time you have hit the peak of your performance and your body just needs that time to kind of recuperate from it all, okay? So, like I've said in my plateaus episode, that, you know, instead of looking at plateaus as this horrible, bad thing that's happening to you, kind of just enjoy where you are, you know? Enjoy where you've start, where you are now from where you were in the beginning, okay? And that's one of the major things I always want to explain to people is that, you know, it, like in like in the movie Kingsman where he makes the quote of being a true gentleman is not being superior to your fellow man, is being superior to your former self. That's how I want to take that and put it into gloving is that is, you know, to be a true Glover is not to be superior to your fellow Glover, but to be superior to your former self, okay? You know, so you definitely want to take those things into consideration and definitely want to keep those things in mind when you are analyzing yourself, comparing yourself to other people at the same time type deal. You know, it is what it is and, you know, some people, like I'll even admit to myself, there's some things I'll just never be able to do. like. Certain clusters I just won't ever be able to do due to hand injuries that I've sustained over my time in life, you know. But I'm okay with that because it's not against anything of clusters. It's not anything against, you know, that type of concept. It's just I know where my limitations are and I'm okay with that because accepting where my limitations are, it allows me to work with them and work around them to find something that does work for me and I'm okay with that you know it's not necessarily like oh this makes me more unique than anybody else this type of deal no it's not that at all it's just you know me accepting where I can and cannot go is you know showing that I can still have growth elsewhere instead of just one place because I know some people will sit here and say well I just want to be so good at this well yes if you have come to terms that you know you've done everything you can and you're still just not where you want to be and whether the case may be you know a hand injury or whatever you know just learning to accept that you may never ever be able to do that is totally fine it's not the end of the world it doesn't mean that you are not going to be able to be on this echelon of high-ranking glovers to can be considered one of the best you know there there are people out there who mostly do liquid type stuff and hardly any tech and are considered one of the greatest you know so take that in kind of perspective all right the next hardest truth that i definitely want to cover that kept popping up a lot in everybody's little things which i found so interesting uh is community toxicity okay so one major thing i definitely want to say that when it comes to community toxicity it's not just Glover's Lounge, it's not just Art of Gloving, it's not any of the gloving groups, it's not just the community itself. Every community has some form of toxicity, okay? If you play Yu-Gi-Oh! and see how their community is, it can get really toxic. Same way with Magic, same way with any eSport. Like, I've actually had co-workers actually having a major argument about Fortnite, which I found hilarious, but... <laughs> You know, there there are toxicities in every community. There's nothing you can do about it. It's like, the best way I can put it, it's like the rave scene, okay? You know, as much as 
people of the racing want to have this image of just this all-encompassing, all-accepting, you know, free life type deal. You know, there's this level of toxicity that happens because of the image of the drug use that the racing has, you know. And, you know, the racing has been around since the 90s and, you know, it's almost 30 years later and it still has this stigma of the drug use thing. But the community kind of accepts that that exists and so, me I definitely want to tell people that toxicity in a community is always gonna happen you know it, and I can sit here and spout off all the different reasons like this person is just not happy or satisfied with their life so they have to take it out on others blah 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 you know insert whatever reason you want to put in here type deal but regardless of that is that there are going to be people who are just toxic and that's just how they are the way to deal with that in my opinion is to filter it out you know don't don't let it get to you do not take it personally you know people have their opinions and they're allowed and entitled to have their opinions even though people didn't ask for it people are going to give it and that's just something you kind of have to kind of live with in a way that there's just people who are just going to interject whatever opinion that they want in whatever community that they're in to be how they are and I'm not gonna sit here and I try to justify their reasoning behind it uh, I don't see any reason why they should be doing it but people do it and there's nothing I can do about that and that's something that I have learned to accept that you know there's going to be niche little corners of each community that are just these toxic cesspools of stupidity in my opinion that will forever exist you know what I mean and for us as a community, we just kind of have to filter that out and not let that get to us, you know, or feed into it, really, in my opinion. Now, I can understand if you're defending yourself in terms of stuff like that, that you're just trying to defend yourself and not let somebody just completely bash all over you. That's understandable. But one of the things that I will definitely say is just pick your battles, you know, really look at the situation and be like, is this something I really want to get into? If you feel like it's something you're really not wanting to get into, you should just have a closing type statement deal where you're just like sorry you feel that way this is how i feel about it if you disagree with me i'm totally okay with that you have a wonderful day you know you just kind of have to push them aside and just keep going you know uh <laughs> it's kind of crazy how some people think about it but here's one major hard truth that i will definitely agree on and it's it's a strange one in my opinion because you know it's just kind of how things kind of lay out and it's kind of hard for me to actually sit here and be like this is how you fix it type deal you know this is, you know uh but talent that goes very unnoticed you know a lot of people were saying that a lot of talented flow artists are slept on and i totally agree with but here's the thing if we're if we're using the biggest group as a platform like glover's lounge just we're talking like over 26,000 members, you know what I mean? Like there there are just thousands upon thousands of people just posting every day, just videos upon videos upon videos. And I can certainly tell you as somebody who loves watching light show videos and just love listening to the music that people choose and seeing how they choreo, not necessarily choreograph, but how they curate their show to the song, whether it be freestyle or choreographed or whatever, it could get so debilitating when you're watching so many after so many after so many. Your brain can only take so much type deal. And I'm not saying that this is 
you know, poo-poo on the people who keep posting videos. No, 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 keep posting videos, you know, get your stuff out there, get your, cat, you know, get your portfolio put out there, let people see how much work you put into it. You know, I always encourage stuff like that. But, you know, it's just so many people post so much that things get buried, you know, things tend to just happen where people just are not noticed. And it's whatever algorithm Facebook uses, what, you know, how they show you things on, on their website and stuff like that. That, yeah, I definitely agree. One of the hardest truths is that great talent gets slept on really easily. It's just because the platform that we're using, I, I'm not saying that it's the the worst, but I don't feel like it's the greatest. It is it is a means to an end, but not the greatest one, in my opinion. You know, so is there a better way that we can do this? Probably, I you know, maybe YouTube bar would be a good platform to try it on. I don't, I don't know. You know, it's this is something that I would feel like having a conversation with a lot of the members of the community to try to figure this out would probably be the best way to go about it. But that is what it is. You know, uh, do I hate that a lot of great talent gets slept on? Yeah, but you know, it, it's one of those things that I kind of feel like when it comes to something like this in terms of talent, we we have situations that just kind of end up the way that they are. So kind of going towards literary writing for example just because this is the best example i can think of to help illustrate what i'm talking about is there's this thing that goes on with the writing community about having this hook inciting incident you know big eye catcher within your first few chapters even to your very first chapter all the way up to the point to being like your first line needs to be the hook and having this whole idea that your story needs to win is weird, you know. And that's how aggressive the the literary writing world has become in recent times. You know, that's kind of how I feel like when it comes to talent in the gloving community is that you know we have there's this notion where people feel like you have to have this big eye-catching thing at the very beginning of your show, especially when it comes to videos to draw in your, your audience to keep watching. And I think that's weird. You know, it, it, I find that very strange to have that same kind of mentality as the literary writing world because it's it's gloving. It's not, you know, yes, there is storytelling elements in gloving and that's wonderful, but for us to kind of have the same idea that that happens, I don't like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't like it. I don't like how we have to, be that kind of competitive in order to be noticed you know so i will certainly say for the people that feel like they're always going unnoticed try i wouldn't say try to show your your work but try to have people drum up discussion about your work and type deal uh if you are somebody who watches a lot of light show videos and you see something that you're like wow this was really great how about sharing it, you know, let people know that, hey, this guy I found really, really good, allowing the discussion to happen, allowing people to talk about it. Now, granted, yes, that will open the doors to the toxic people to say things, but like I said earlier, you gotta filter that stuff out. But yeah, there, there are ways to help people get noticed and it really depends on how either A, the artist who wants to get noticed or B, the people who see this artist and think that they're great, you know, what they should do. If you, to me, if you want to try to get noticed, you know, work on your craft, work on your, your editing skills for your videos, try to get, you know, get that little attention grabber in the beginning that most people do now. That do tend to work a lot, in my opinion. Or, you know, if you're somebody who watches videos and you see somebody do something great, 
share it let people know like hey i think this video was really great don't just comment on it if you actually feel like this person should get a little bit more recognition and actually get a little bit more attention share the videos you know not necessarily saying repost it but you know sharing it and being like hey this guy i find this guy to be really good i know a lot of companies are trying to do that and they're doing their best but you know they, they they're a company nonetheless and they still have other things they need to do but the way I look at it is that you're helping people get that free publicity and not only that you're you as a person who's sharing it are going to get recognized for actually doing the work for that as well just want to point that out okay so I think that's pretty much what I can do in covering the hard truths now we can actually move on to the biggest myths now <laughs> here's the biggest myth that everyone kept saying and I totally totally agree with it is that the whole the whole drug use thing it's like it's just so annoying to think of the idea that you have to be on a substance of any kind in order to enjoy something is just moronic to me you know uh, it, there's times where I have friends who have done me like, oh yeah, I want to watch this show, but I gotta be stoned out of my mind first to watch it. What? Why? Why? Why do you have to be stoned? Like that? That? No. <laughs> you know. So when it comes to gloving and the drug use thing, no, you don't have to be on drugs in order to enjoy the beauty that is gloving. You know. It, it's. As you can clearly tell, I hate talking about this because to me it's just so surface level ignorant, you know, ignorant thinking that, you know, it's it's like slapping a label on somebody. It's just so it's so dumb. Why? Why do we do this? Why? Why do we downplay something like this so quickly just because it's easy to do it? You know, it's just, uh, just I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> As you can clearly tell how much I hate it. So yes, I will certainly say the biggest myth is that you have to be messed up on something in order to enjoy this wonderful, beautiful creation that is known as gloving. You know, it, no, you don't have to do that. It's like saying that the only way you can enjoy Van Gogh art is that you have to be on LSD. You know, no, that's not the, that's not the case, you know. Uh, again, going right back to the whole literary writing world thing about being very competitive and trying to win with the most eye-popping catching, you know, pitch in the room, you know, you, you don't build your audience. Your audience builds themselves. And that's how the gloving community came to be. We all found something that we liked about gloving and came together to share our love for this this phenomenon, this this entity that I want to call that is gloving. You know, it it's it's just it's crazy to sit here and think that kind of way, you know what I mean? That you have to only be a certain mindset in order for you to enjoy something. No, that's that's complete malarkey. You know, it's just, it's dumb for you to even think that. The next biggest myth I want to cover, because I want to get away from the drug stuff, I'm just, I don't like talking about it. I think it's really dumb that we have these conversations with it, but it is what it is. The other biggest myth is that it gloving takes no skill. Now, <laughs> I can certainly tell you that I actually got this more outside of the community than inside the community. Yes, members of the community did point this out that a lot of people think that it doesn't take any skill to do gloving and all you're doing is just wiggling your fingers. That is a giant myth, okay? Even Vice, who has a YouTube video 
on gloving even talks about yeah this isn't easy this is actually hard this actually takes some thought and skill to actually get down and do right even when it comes to the most basic quintessential concept in gloving being finger rolls people who've never done it before realize it's actually not that easy okay and I can certainly tell you I've taken this from my older brother how he just says everyone's doing the same thing now granted within recent years I can probably a little bit agree with that however I do see differentiations between each individual Glover that I just don't want to believe that with when he says that everyone does the same thing okay uh, there's always just one major thing that somebody does that kind of sets them apart uh, whether you think so or not that's up to you uh, for me I I see it you know so the idea that gloving takes no skill is a bold-faced lie and if anyone who's telling you that it takes no skill try challenging them on trying to do it and if they say no I don't want to because I don't want to and it's just like then you have no say whatsoever freaking ever to comment on this all right that's just that's just how I am if you're not gonna you know put the money where your mouth is about how this takes no skill then shut your mouth because you don't need to be talking <laughs> you know it's just it's one of those things and it's something i dealt with my older brother for a very very long time and i put it in you know i stuck his foot in his mouth about it because i showed him the level of work that it takes to get to this point you know so enough about <laughs> enough about that i always hate it when people want to sit there and try to downplay our work and the amount of dedication that all of us within this community has put into this okay so the one final big myth that I want to cover because it kept coming up and it's such a controversial thing and I don't understand why we have so many arguments about it. It's just, it's so, so difficult to understand why, why we have these conversations. But gloving being simply a hobby, it to me is a giant myth. It being an art. I don't even feel like it's justifiable enough to say that. Saying it is a dance art, a little bit more justifiable, but still no. To me, gloving is gloving. It is its own thing. It is not a dance form. It is not an art form. It is not just a hobby. It is literally an entity. It is a paradigm. It is gloving like <laughs> to me there's no other way to really explain gloving other than it's gloving like that's to me that is the truth so to the people who say that this is nothing more than a hobby sure if you think it's a hobby it is a hobby to you to some other people it is an art let that be an art to them to other people it is a flow art and the people who like to say that it's not an art but it's not dancing even though dancing is art because it's part of fine arts and in saying that it's not an art, but it's a flow art is hypocritical in my opinion. How can you use the word art to describe something that isn't an art? You know, that's just, oh, oh, why? Why are you saying that? You know, <laughs> I feel like you really shoot yourself in the foot when you do that. So to me, gloving is gloving. There's no other way to describe it. It's, you know, it's not just a flow art. It's not just a dance art. It's not just a hobby. It is gloving gloving has become an entity it is not just the simple phenomenon that people like to do it is a community it is is it, it's a life it's life you know that's the way i look at it it's like a way of life it's where 
people are allowed to express themselves and not only that but to challenge themselves and create something and show something of their own imagination type deal you know it's a manifestation of our own imagination basically and that's what I love about gloving is that it allows us to manifest whatever we want to either express ourselves to tell a story to just enjoy the music type deal whatever the case may be when it comes to gloving for you gloving is gloving and there's no other way to put it you know what I mean like it's like when people ask me how do I describe my younger brother is he's my younger brother there's no real any other way to describe him because he's just so eccentric and unusual granted I'm unusual as well but my younger brother kind of takes the cake on that <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Knowing all of that, gloving is just its own breath of life, in my opinion. And to sit here and try to downplay it in any other way is foolhardy. And, you know, I, I don't understand why people want to try to downplay it as what it is. If to you, you think it's a hobby, then that's totally fine. But if to somebody else there who are way more dedicated and find it to be an art or a life a way of life not a lifestyle but a way of life that's what it is to them and to me i don't see gloving just being this little hobby or being a little dance art form or an art form altogether or a flow art or anything like that i find it to be its own thing now granted yes we pulled so many influences and inspirations from outside sources to create what we have created but we created it <laughs> so therefore to me it is not just this little hobby thing it is something that goes beyond just a simple hobby you know it is a social outlet it is a competitive outlet it is an expressive outlet it is a way to challenge yourselves it is a way to push the boundaries of your imagination it is all these things and to downplay it any other way is to me a crime against something that we all love and to me, in my opinion, it kind of makes me question your your ability to, or well, not necessarily your ability, but it makes me question your dedication to this. You know, if, if you're downplaying something that you feel so adamant about, why are you downplaying it? You know what I mean? Like, that's just, I understand that some people are like, well, I'm just trying to be real. Well, to me, it makes it sound like you're just letting what peop other people think shape your view of what you love you know what i mean and that shouldn't be the case you know if you find something that you love you cherish the things that you love about it and not let other people shape what you think about what you love you know what i mean it's it, it's it's stupid <laughs> to let somebody do that to you you know so in summation when it comes to the hardest truths and the biggest myths yes there are very hard truths that we have to either one accept two ignore or three learn to deal you know live with uh it is what it is and we do have ways to get through it you know and it just depends on how how badly you want to break through that you know those barriers type deal when it comes to the biggest myths the biggest myths is just mostly those surface level thinking bullcrap things that i hate so much because you know it's just it's just like they don't want to downplay everything and it's just like no, if you're not going to sit here and give any critical thought to what it is, then 
I don't feel like your opinion matters. At least to me, it's not going to matter. It might matter to somebody else, and if it does, that's fine with you know, that's fine with me. But to me, that opinion is just not going to matter, you know. And what I would like to tell my listeners that if you find you know comments or people's point of views that are just that kind of just irritate you that way, just push it aside, move on from it. Don't let it get to you. You do you because. Like Sharky said in the very first Art of Gloving video that Amazing Lights put out is that recognize your haters and keep doing what you're doing because as soon as you stop doing what you're doing, that's when they win. And I 100% agree with him that we shouldn't let them win, okay? And we have been doing our best to make it work. So I'm really glad that you guys have stuck through this episode all the way to the end. I'm pretty sure that you guys have pretty much gotten annoyed at this point about my ramblings but it is what it is so i would like to thank everybody who has gotten to this point in the episode it is very nice to know that you guys are listening in and i highly highly appreciate it it's probably one of the most humbling things i am still getting more likes so thank you to everybody who's just recently liked the page you guys are absolutely amazing uh this was a wonderful topic for me to cover because it's something i definitely thought would be very interesting to cover and you guys' responses were both heartwarming moving hilarious everything under the sun type deal and couldn't ask for anything more so if you have any questions that were not covered in this episode i do have the various outlets you can hit me up at of course i do have the facebook page which is aptly named the gloving paradigm you can always hit me up there because it's very easy for me to communicate with you guys that way of course i do have an email which is muttonchopguy at gmail.com and I'm also on Reddit under the username Mutton Shop Guy, so you can hit me up on those two places as well. And of course, I do have a Discord server you guys can go get on. It's totally free. It's awesome. I do get enough conversations with everybody on there from time to time. It's really great. Other than that, I really hope that you guys do take something from this episode. I know this episode kind of got a little preachy, but I felt like kind of wanted to cover a topic like this where, you know, I kind of want to motivate people to, you know, push push past all the the negativity and just keep doing what you're doing because that's what you know that's what some people just need some of the newcomers that you're just listening in if you feel discouraged and stuff like this i really hope that this episode really encouraged you to push yourself even further because i would like to see talent grow i would like to see it blossom i would like to see it come out and people praising it and appreciating it and enjoying it just as much as a person who put in the time and effort to get to that point to enjoy it as well. But yes, that is pretty much all for my episode. Thank you to everybody who's liked the page and showed us or support to this show. It wouldn't have been possible without you guys. So thank you so much. I love you guys. I am your host, Peter, a.k.a. LPD Dubuque, and I'll see you guys all next week.